And these norms influence our perceptions, shapes our desires to conform and seek validation through the lens of aesthetics. This is the Hello 20s podcast. My name is Jan and I'm your host. I'm an online content creator trying to navigate life while in my 20s and sprinkling a little knowledge and wisdom here and there. Let's face it, we don't have it all figured out, but we can learn a little from each other along the way, and I'm so glad you guys are tuning in on today's podcast. Hello friends, welcome to this week's episode of Hello 20s. So one thing I have been trying to practice and prioritize more is how things feel over how they look. Now I am a sucker for trying to make things look good. Uh, Keyword here is trying. Uh, And obviously what looks good is subjective, but in my mind, I want to make things look how I have envisioned, romanticized, and daydreamed of. I personally believe that sometimes when you make things look good, you feel good. For example, if you dress nicely, clean, put together, you'll feel good, clean, and put together for most days, that is. However, I think it is possible to take it too far and focus too much on how things look, how things are perceived by others that we might undervalue how it actually makes us feel at the end, which ultimately I think how things make us feel is the most important thing when it comes to living. Uh, But when we take it too far and focus too much on the aesthetic of things, the aesthetic of life, it can hold us back on what truly is important, such as, you know, making us feel good and getting things done. Now, living in this digital age with people sharing their lives online, a lot of things look so picturesque, polished, and clean. Because there are certain aesthetics that are appealing to the collective online. That's usually the type of content we are being given and being fed and is being pushed out. A part of it is selling a dream we all want and have, but it also distorts our perception of reality in terms of believing almost everyone is living this picture-perfect life when most of us aren't. So if we want to show up online and post something that isn't aesthetically pleasing or polished or clean that the collective fawns over, it makes us feel bad or maybe it makes you feel like you have something that is unworthy of posting when that moment or thing brought you a lot of joy and you want to share it. So this episode isn't to disregard the aesthetic parts of life, but more so learning to balance the two and letting go of the need for things to look good if it doesn't make us feel good and also how there are aspects of life where we need to do things that aren't aesthetically pleasing or you know picture perfect to pose um, that will make us feel good. A analogy for this is something that is happening a lot in the restaurant industry where you have new places that are popping up. The design and ambiance is picture worthy to share. It's chef's kiss, but the food there is not quite chef's kiss versus maybe a mom and pop shop that may look a little run down, but the food always hits and always makes you feel satisfied and full at the end. If you were asked to go back to one of these again, you would choose a mom and pop shop that is a little bit run down, but you know, even though they're 
inside and their decor and design is not something you will find in architectural digest but the food is worth going back to because it makes you feel good and it makes you feel satisfied and full and worth the money. It's fascinating to observe how societal and cultural norms have placed great emphasis on external appearances. We are constantly bombarded with messages that prioritize how things look over how they will make us feel. Most of the time, that is. And these norms influence our perceptions, shapes our desires to conform and seek validation through the lens of aesthetics. When it comes to style, I've learned the importance of dressing in a way that makes me feel confident and comfortable and suits my body type rather than solely focusing on what is in or trending or what people my age are wearing. You know, following trends can be exciting and it's a great way to experiment with new styles or colors on you. But when you are constantly chasing trends, sometimes it's not financially wise nor will it look good or feel good on you. I believe that the older you get you start to understand and prioritize what feels good on your body. When I was younger I would definitely wear things that didn't feel good or comfortable in um, but I would push through because that was what's trending and all the girls were wearing it. But now I definitely choose comfort over anything. If I am not comfortable in my clothes that I wear, I definitely can see I'm a little bit more unconfident and not as content as I would be if I were wearing something that made me feel comfortable. And obviously comfort is subjective, but you get what I mean. Similarly, let's talk about our bodies. Often we are bombarded with messages about how our bodies should look like and leading to a disconnect between how our body looks and how they actually feel. It's crucial to treat our bodies right, nourish it with proper nutrition, exercise, and self-care rather than solely fixating on achieving a external ideal body type. It's essential to remember that our bodies are all unique and what matters most is how it feels and how it functions and how they support us in our daily lives. By prioritizing our internal experiences and treating our bodies with kindness and respect, we can cultivate a healthier and more positive relationship with ourselves. Someone can look amazing and have the ideal physical attributes, but they could also be dealing with health issues. You know, looking good is also subjective and what is considered in or beautiful on a person in society is always changing. Imagine how exhausting it would be to keep changing your body to fit the beauty standard. So prioritize health and feeling good first. Of course, you could debate about how changing one's look is the way to feel good for some, which is valid. And of course, there's so much you could debate and say about this. So We're not going to go into that, but overall, the message here is to prioritize a healthy body first, however that looks like on your body specifically. Another avenue we can explore with this topic of choosing what feels right and good over what looks good is our career and our job. No doubt every job has its good days and bad days, its pros and its cons, However, I've also seen that sometimes job titles and belonging to certain companies are not as green as the grass may seem. 
of course, maybe the job is good, but you're just not the right person for this job or this job is not aligned with what you truly are interested in, which can make you know, the job not as exciting and as great as it is perceived. But when you hold a job title for its prestige and inside you're unhappy and not satisfied, then that is a issue. This is when we come to a cross and we decide whether we want to keep the job or continue looking for a new job that will look good on paper or do we want to pivot and do something that feels more natural and aligned but people may not understand of course changing and giving up a job is hard because there are a lot of factors to consider and staying financially afloat is important so it's not a change that people can easily or quickly make but it's something to think about and plan for if you do decide to make a change that feels more aligned i think this is a big question that usually pops up around the age of 25 especially if you have been working for a few years after college in college a lot of the paths that are highlighted and drawn out are pursuing these flashing job titles and companies and going up that corporate ladder. But after being fed this dream, when you start living it out, for some, it's exactly what they want. And for others, it's not what they have envisioned or want. Giving up that title or prestige can be hard for some people as they might feel guilty or shame, especially when they start to wonder what people will think and how people will perceive their actions. And then lastly, we can also apply this concept when it comes to you know, the process of healing, resting, and self-love. We live in a world where healing, resting, and self-love are often portrayed through an aesthetic-pleasing lens. We see images of perfectly curated self-care routines, picturesque bubble baths, and indulgent shopping sprees, you know, living the luxury life and um, splurging on yourself, really. And it's not always, you know, pretty journals and a ticket for a flight. Of course, it's easier to display and sell that, but there's parts of healing and resting and self-love that doesn't look aesthetically pleasing. It's not pretty to share online in a photo or a video, but the end result of doing it will make you feel a lot better. What will make you feel good when going through a stage of healing, resting, or giving yourself self-love may actually look like getting honest with yourself on what it is that isn't serving you in your life. It's sitting down, getting quiet, and confronting fears that you have. It's sorting out your toxic tendencies, acknowledging them, and then unlearning and reworking so that you can slowly break away from those behaviors. It's following through with the promises and commitments you made for yourself, even on the hardest days. It may look like breaking off relationships that aren't healthy for you or are weighing you down. It's having uncomfortable conversations with yourself or others. It's getting out of your comfort zone and doing things that are unfamiliar to you but would be good for you. It's going to therapy. It's getting off of social media. It's crying and letting negative emotions carry its course. Giving yourself the time and attention and care that you need that may not look pretty or that you're not getting from other people. It could also look like finally deep cleaning your space so that you're not living in clutter and you are mentally and physically able to have room to breathe. A lot of these things aren't 
something we publicize to the world on our social media, but oftentimes these are the things that we need to do in order to get back to our best self. So I hope this episode serves as a reminder to prioritize feeling good first and not let our actions be dictated by how things will look or may look and how they will be perceived. I think caring about how things look is somewhat tied to how we think we or it will be perceived by others, but others aren't living our life and feeling what we feel inside. All right, friends, that is the end of today's episode. I will talk to you guys in the next one. Bye. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of Hello 20s. Let's get connected and continue our conversation over on social media. The links are in the show notes, so you're only one click away. I hope to see you there, and I'll talk to you guys in my next episode.